Good evening, and welcome to volume 36 of the Erasable Podcast. Lo, how did I weep for missing co-hosts and absent rambles and ignorance of what pencils my comrades did grasp to their hearts while I sat in Merlin Park on my balcony, watching BMWs driven aggressively along the side of University Parkway, which becomes the bike lane. And now, together again, we tackle points made fresher by the excellent company and decent whiskey and the smell of cedar wafted out of the pencil box of my love for Andy and Tim. That was beautiful. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I wasn't drunk when I wrote that, but I wasn't awake either. <laughs> we're, we're back after a long absence. Yeah, it's yeah. been way too long. Yeah, I was in Portland for like a week. And yeah. yeah. My school year was starting. I just had like stuff piled up. I don't have any good excuses. You were busy uh, <laughs> getting uh, ink. Right, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm finally tattooed, but it's not a pencil tattoo. Which which I'm super disappointed. But I hurt like a... Son of a bitch. <laughs> Everybody says that. He's like, are you ready? I'm like, why are you asking me if I'm ready? Is this going to hurt? Ah! <laughs> the, the shaving part hurt. The answer is yes. I'm sort of built like Robin Williams. <laughs> Approach me with one razor. I'm like, little man, you better get two of those. <laughs> but, uh, is that thing double sided? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd my tattoo uh, go? Some special little guy. <laughs> he was a little guy. I didn't think he was going to be able to get the hair off of my arm. <laughs> okay. He like get his leg into it. Brought the weed whacker. <laughs> he got help. <laughs> and called oh, there was a very large guy. <laughs> I missed you guys. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. So guess what? I, um, I am recording this. I, I, I should let you know. I told Tim earlier uh, while we were waiting for you to get on, Johnny. I pulled a... Um, an honor minor episode on Will on Dot Grid this week. Oh I, man! <laughs> neither of us recorded the episode. Uh, so don't worry, I am recording this. Don't worry. So, but you recorded Will's side, so you're just gonna have to play Will's side yes, and try so, to fill in what you said, yeah, like try so to like, re- reenact the conversation <laughs> as you go. Will was recording his side, and I thought Will was recording both of our sides. <laughs> so, yeah, we we can release an episode where it's just Will talking. So I could just fill in the blanks, like, <laughs> just pretend like... <laughs> no, it's... You could it's, just it's, Mystery Science Theater 3000. You could just yell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Can't you hear me? <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about this week? So we're just doing fresh points, I believe. Yay. Since it's been so long. It it's been, been like so the summer of erasable drought. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to get messages from folks wondering where we were. That was very awesome. It's good to be missed. It's nice to be missed. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what to bring until it's gone. a little bit of joy to people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shall we t- jump into our tools of the trade? Yeah. As I interrupt him. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Andy? I want to, I want to hear you pronounce this. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> this is actually kind of a long time coming for me. Um, there is a Japanese microbrewery called, uh, it's K-I-G-E-N, Kaigen? Kigen? Um, Kaigen, maybe? Um, it is a um, Japanese microbrewery. It, uh, they have a, uh, a beer called Kawaba, and there's two of them. There is a forest white beer, 
uh, like a like a wheat white wheat ale, uh, and there mm. is a sunrise red ale, and it has this gorgeous like minimalist label. Um, there are a couple Japanese places out here um, that serve it, and I got it once, and it's so good. Um, it's really simple. I think like a lot of Japanese stuff, it's very simple and just really good quality. Um, so I've only been able to get it like at restaurants, and I finally found a little Oriental grocery where they had it for sale like by the bottle. And so excited, so I bought a bunch, um, and that is what I'm drinking today. Um, Kawaba is Kuwaba is how mm. I'm going to say it. Um, and then uh, kind of in the Japanese theme... Um, I went to the San Francisco Pen Show, which I'll talk about a little bit, and bought a um, back pocket journal with Tomoe River paper. Um, it's similar to what um, to what Dr. Han sent us. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, is the and, back pocket the one that has like the? It's like a wallet. No, that's the one. Um, What's that one called? Oh, that one is. Oh crap! I can't think of what it's called. Something with okay. a J. Sorry, right? I didn't mean. To... Yeah, no, you're right. I I talked about it. We talked about it in an earlier episode but back pocket's the one that's that has kind of like a cool funky font on it and it uh it's made by kernow bookbinding and leatherworks um yeah uh steve kernow who makes it uh was at the pen show so i got to meet him and he was interesting and uh he managed to he's trying to find a more reliable supplier but he has a bunch of the river paper and he put it into a pocket notebook kind of like what dr han's got so um so yeah it's it's really nice i that was my only purchase from the pen show but it's really nice so i saw those in dc i meant to pick some up and they just slipped my mind it's just i think i mean i feel like if you're just way too drunk you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was wild that was after i left (laughs) you know how how they go (laughs) um so you know it river paper tomoe river paper i feel like is a pretty like unremarkable experience with a pencil Whereas, like, really, it's it's for a fountain pen, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still fun to use and try out. So I'm I'm definitely excited to do it. So yeah, with pencils, it just kind of seems yeah like unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. and I am but using still... yeah I'm I'm I have a golden bear that is uh, down almost to the nibs, so it's almost past to the like the place between my index finger and my thumb, you know, where the pencil lays. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need we need a name for that, like. Like the event horizon for pencils or something like that. Like <laughs> <laughs> something to like, do with Steinbeck. He always said that like, when the feral touched there, he didn't yeah, want it anymore. The the uh, Steinbeck point. Yeah. 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 We should yeah, come up with like, a go. nickname for each like stage of the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's reached the Steinbeck point, um, or like the Steinbeck. What do we need? What do we say? Like Steinbeck degree, Steinbeck point, Steinbeck uh, event, Steinbeck stage, Steinbeck mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Once it's, so this has almost reached the Steinbeck stage, and I'm about ready to, to get rid of it. So I've been using it extra hard lately. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, we're nerds. Nice. Oh, man. Nerds. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's me. How about you, Tim? I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada pale ale. Nothing fancy, just my old standby. And I'm writing with a very uh, special pencil that I'm going to talk about later. But I, speaking of Steinbeck... Actually, I am writing with uh, one of my new, my two new to me, Blaisdell Special Grade Calculator 600 pencil. The last sort of in my quest for the Steinbeck Trio. But I will talk about that later. 
Uh, it's an amazing pencil. Yeah. I see why. Uh, he loved it so much, and I can also see why it's even more rare than the, the Blackwing, because, I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. I'll talk about it later, but yeah. it's really, really nice, really fragrant, uh, holds a point really nicely. And of course, it's round, so it's just got all the boxes are checked. All the boxes are checking off, but it's a, oh, it's a pretty it sweet. round. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's pretty sweet, sweet pencil. So I'm really excited about that. Which I'm going to talk about that in the the amazing Stephen Watts. That's awesome. Later today. That was an amazing find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still can't believe it. it was, <laughs> <laughs> when I as soon as he as soon as I saw that he got that, I like immediately sent him a dm and he was like oh tim there you are <laughs> i was wondering <laughs> he's, uh, he's like i was expecting you to come calling i was like please 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 please, please, please tell me one. hello mr bond i've been expecting you <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah that's what it felt like <laughs> it's like he was just sitting there like in front of facebook messenger like just waiting for it and then I, and there i was <laughs> please sir <laughs> Uh, so it's a trap. It's a trap. So I'll, I'll talk about that more later. But cool. Johnny, what about you? Well, I am just drinking a bullet rye with lime because it's delicious and it's Tuesday and I'm done and I can't have another one. So <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um I'm writing with <laughs> I'm writing with a Karen Dash Natra, which is it's not natural finish. I think it has a little bit of a lacquer, but it's stamped with fire. And it's become one of my favorite pencils in the world. So, yeah. Heck yeah. No more details. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our pencil of the week, we're sort of stuck between um, various, very brightly colored Ticonderoga pencils. So, they put out some at Target in 2013 that now you can buy at Staples and apparently at Kroger mm-hmm. that are neon and extremely ugly. <laughs> and then last year at Target and this year at Target, they have a set where there are um, three pinks, a repeat of the neon yellow, which is the ugliest Ticonderoga I've ever seen, and a really cool blue. <laughs> so we sort of mixed all these together because their quality is pretty similar. They were made in the same factory, and they have the same mm, possibly disappointing core. So, yeah. What do you think of this? these various pencils, Andy? Uh, disappointing core is right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like the colors, and whenever I use them, I so I have to be honest. I really haven't used it much this week for our pencil of the week, just because I just I just don't like it. Like I I hate to say it, I'm sort of just over Ticonderogas, and and mm-hmm. when I say that, I just mean like the very general ones. Like I still love the Laddies. I still as terrible of a pencil as it is, I still like the Triconderogas. Um, and I, I really I, well, I like it because just like it's just so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I I think it's I think the intent is very well designed uh, for a t- Triconderoga. Like, it has a rubbery core. It's thicker. It's triangular, but it's just made badly. So, but like, yeah. it's it's it should it should be better. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it's it's so interesting. But yeah, these these kind of like extra cheap Ticonderogas. Um, mm-hmm. do you do you know are these? Are these sourced differently, and they just have a Ticonderoga ferrule and name attached to it? Because they feel even diff- uh, more different know. and cheaper than, like, you know, the yellows that you would buy in a pack in a store. These and, are actually cedar, aren't they? Are they? Oh, I was going to say they feel a little nicer than the usual Mexican ones. Oh. Yeah. They brag about it well, finally. Huh. Because yeah, well, mine, mine definitely, I wonder if I'm... Yeah, that's what they changed the packaging this year to include. The reference to American cedar. Huh. I need to I need to check yeah, out the, my packaging because mine do not feel 
better or as nice as like just standard Ticonderogas. Like it, it definitely doesn't feel like cedar to me or smell like it. Well, they feel they feel similar to the the link the Ticonderogas that are lingering around that actually have the cedar in them yeah. that are glossy, but the ones that are like more full hex and matte, those pieces of crap, <laughs> uh, which I'm going to talk about later. Yeah, those are like on totally different. <laughs> but I think it does. It's they are sort of similar to the the uh, kind of general Ticonderoga that seems to still have cedar in it. But the one that I think, at least that I'm seeing on the whole around me, like at Target and Walmart and places like that, I'm seeing the one where they put um, soft back on the the barrel, mm. which. Guys, yeah. I think I'm using a different pencil. Yeah, those always wind up being crap. Yeah. yeah. So I I was excited when I bumped into these things at Kroger because I was not expecting to see this combo because I, I saw the three pinks and yellow and a blue combo at Target again. It was just kind of disappointed. and was like, crap, I don't want this again. I'm not even going to buy it. Don't even care. Just ignored it. But when I, I was at Kroger and bumped into the, the other set, the different color scheme, and I very... <laughs> a little overzealously, you know, grabbed a couple of them and brought them home. I was really excited. But then when I brought them home and I uh, sharpened them up, it was just the same. I mean, they were the exact same pencil, so it ultimately was disappointing. But they were just too light. You know, the writing was too light. They sharpened okay to me. I mean, they sharpened fine. I guess that was the cedar. And in the classroom friendly, they did well. Uh, I actually felt like the the core was was uh, very similar to the uh, Renew. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Uh, it was kind of light, uh, held together well, and didn't you know, break a point or anything. But it just, the, as, a, as a whole, the pencil just looks more obnoxious, and so I think I feel like it writes worse just because it looks so obnoxious. <laughs> um, but, I mean, my, my uh, grade, I guess I would give it, a B minus, hmm. um, I think. I don't know. I could probably go C, but I think B minus. Okay. Um, I, I found. See, I found. I must be using a different pencil. I need to track down the original packaging, but uh, I found it to be splintery and kind of like you, Tim. It was also too light, but um, mm-hmm. it def- it just didn't feel as smooth as as the as the Renew did. Was it colorful? Is yours colorful? Yeah, mine is. Um, the one that I have right here is like the, like the. I, see, I thought it was like the bright neon blue, but I wonder if it's a pastel blue, and I just don't. My frame of reference is not on, oh. but I don't know. I need to. I I opened this a while ago, and I need to go back and look at the packaging because, and I wonder also like if way out here I have a different supplier, which I don't. Maybe can't ima- I can't imagine, but you never know. Um, Knowing Ticonderoga, it could be different <laughs> in every town. It could but. be. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I found it when I sharpened it to be very splintery. Um, like when I ran it through like my my masterpiece, and when I put it through a burr grinder, it was fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like the color. I I guess it is obnoxious. Um, I like the blue. The yeah. other ones just look yeah, or just a, like ridiculous looking to me. Yeah. but I like the blue the most. So I would give it a really like middle of the road C. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Johnny? Well, I'm gonna give him a B. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> but um I like oh, I thought I like you wrote things. B minus minus on there. <laughs> oh no no, it's B slash slash they smell good. <laughs> <laughs> um I like the pinks, especially the light pink. It's sort of Wes Anderson y. So hmm. 
and it puts me in mind of um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, which is why I wrote a crappy poem uh, for our intro. But um, I feel like this is another like I don't know what's the word I can use on this podcast and not get us mature. Um, Ticonderoga has so many factories and stampings and paint colors and you know how many are in a pack yeah so now they have all these colors to screw with their minds yeah but Mm -hmm. i like the colors Hmm. so that's why i gave it a b (laughs) yeah so i guess we we all balance out to kind of a b minus yeah i guess b plus or a c plus b minus somewhere in there that's low for us we usually average a little higher i know we got a little masochistic this week yeah (laughs) <laughs> give it an F minus minus. <laughs> give an F U C. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so, so we I think have a lot of fresh points. We do. So, so we jump into that, Mister. This is Andy O. Did you do that on purpose? Uh, I did not. I I, I like it, it. It came like this. I like it. <laughs> Andy O. <laughs> Andy O. I just uh, watched. I saw Vertigo this weekend at the Castro in San Francisco, and. Um, uh, Jimmy Stewart's name is Johnny, and Barbara Bel- Belgetti's kept calling him Johnny O. So <laughs> I'll take Andy O and be like Jimmy Stewart. There you go. Well, this, these are my fresh points today. <laughs> uh, um, uh, first thing I wanted to mention is um, there was a really great little like blurb in New York Magazine in the um, the cut uh, portion of it where they talk about the Baron Fig confidant. Um, they talk about how it's an all-purpose uh, notebook for journaling, reporting, or back-to-school work. Um, really great uh, medium-weight paper that's toothy enough to grip wooden pencils, but thick enough to keep the ink from bleeding through. Um, yeah, great write-up for them. Great photo of the of the confidant. I'll put a link in show notes. Um, but what's what's interesting about it is I actually talked to the reporter. She called me and interviewed me. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. I I think. Um, the guys at Baron Fig gave her gave her my name just because I've, you know, I've had Joey on Dot Grid before, or yeah, Dot Grid before, and they know that I've tried most of the different kinds, and that we all three have like a, um, like kind of a consensus on on their paper, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, so she called, and I think mostly just to get like, just some background on the different kinds of paper and what they're good for, so. Um, so I, I definitely explained to her kind of like what tooth was and why it's good for pencils, but not, you know, too much tooth and kind of about the, the confidant. So, so that was fun. Um, congratulations to them. That's a really big thing there. It's kind of their, their first foray into like quote unquote mainstream media. I think, um, you know, like Carolyn Weaver has been like all over New York magazine and, and the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, awesome. Yeah, Baron Fig. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I did want to ask and see what you guys thought about the brainstormer. Now that you've had a little time to play with it, um, I think we talked about it in the last episode, and since then, I sent it out and it arrived in your inbox, and we've all had a little time to play with the brainstormer. Um, and I know that Adana has been collecting feedback, and she has kind of a good idea of what what to change in the next production, but. Mm-hmm. What what are your, what are your thoughts of the of the brainstormer? Um, I, I think. I, sorry, go on. You go ahead. Um, I probably my thoughts is I, I really I like the idea and the uh, like 
the direction she's going, I think that there's a lot of and and she's brand new at this, so mm-hmm. I think the next round kind of like kind of like the um, Baron Fig stuff, uh, she's going to iterate and it's going to be better. But um, the idea was sort of to have something that had lines and dot grid and like isometric grid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely lines. I think she captured um, and mm-hmm. a little bit of the dot grid. Like I could turn this on the side and write. Um, but I don't think the like diagonal um, isometric stuff was really captured at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the dot the dot grid was a little light. I yeah, think or something. Yeah. Or, and it's also I know it's hard with with the college rule. I like what she's going for because I it's nice to see something new come out in the legal pad world yeah. because I feel like that's in all these new paper products that are coming out. It's always the kind of you know Moleskine style book you know like yeah. the hardcover book with the band or something like that so it's nice to see a new legal pad style think about which i was excited about and i like that it's you know college ruled which is something that you don't usually see but those i think the dots could have been a little uh, darker i yeah. actually forgot that they were going to be there when we first when i first got the notebook and so i got it out i started writing i was real excited i, I kept thinking that there were pencil shavings and so i was trying to wipe <laughs> them wipe them off the page and i was like oh yeah there's the dots on there you know? <laughs> clean clean <laughs> Yeah, so I got I got used to it then, but uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy that it exists. I'm happy that it's a thing, and I, I'm looking forward to the new iteration. I mean, I I don't know what I would suggest. I mean, I know it's I used it with fountain pens and pencils, and I think it it the, does fine with fountain pens. I think it does fine, just great with pencils. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird that it's only ruled on one side. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did as well. You don't have the option of yeah. tearing it out and flipping it over. But the paper is nice and heavy. And like when I when I was packaging those up to send to you, I was like, man, there's some heft to this. Like this, yeah, is lots of sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny, what did what did you think about it? Well, to tell the truth, I I don't have any intelligible opinions about the lines, mm. except that I really like the color of the lines. I like that. It's sort of like dusky periwinkle. Yeah. That a thing? <laughs> it, yeah, no, that's the thing. It, uh, it, it matches the kind of like darker purple um, binding at the top. Yeah, I, I sort of screwed up a piece of paper and I didn't want to waste it, so I made a paper airplane because it was heavy paper and it was a very good paper airplane. So <laughs> if you're going to run on one side, you could still use yeah. it. You know, I also I had found... a balcony, so it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that person below whose eye you just poked out. <laughs> um. I did think that the cardboard backing was a little thin, but it sounds like she's had that feedback a lot. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can get by that. It was a little floppy. I guess that just keeps you from being able to, like, set it on your lap. I mean, if you're sitting on a table, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But. So I'm curious to know from uh, from both of you, and maybe start with you, Johnny, um, where you see the brainstormer, like, what a typical niche or like use case for it might be. Can you think of anything or is it too early to tell? Um, If it were me, I would use it at meetings if I had meetings to go to (laughs) because I always liked, you know, a big format that I could just rip off and things like that. Yeah. Or fit into a portfolio if you had one, but I never actually had one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I would think. Or even class notes. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? I think uh, for me, it's kind of like, in the same ballpark as Rodia, where it's, I think it's best use cases where you're using one sheet and just kind of focusing on the one sheet and then tearing it out, you know? Yeah. Because 
I'm a big fan of legal pads, which I've talked about a lot. And I like to write stories on legal pads. And so I'll write a page and kind of flip it over, you know, and wrap it around and just kind of go on to the next page over and over again. Yeah. And this paper is almost too stiff to do that. Yeah. So I think it's just kind of like, uh, like Rhodia. And then I think it'll be most useful for writing letters maybe. Hmm. Uh, and then class notes because it's college ruled and you have a huge amount of space to, yeah. to, to take notes. That's so I think, true. I think class notes will be a, a really good use for it. I think, uh, I think for me, it would be, it would be good to use it for, uh, when you have like, you know, words you need to write right next to maybe like a diagram or some drawing that you may need to make. Cause huh. if, if once the dot grid becomes a little bit more noticeable, um, it'll be, a, I feel like it'll be a little easier to do like, you know, up down, uh, vertical lines as well as horizontal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I looking forward to the next iterations of this and I hope it, I hope it's a thing. It looks, I think, uh, Adana's in the right place for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also wanted to mention, and darn it, I closed the page. Um, we actually got a, um, like a fun, uh, email, um, just to follow up from somebody. Uh, we got an email from Cody from this mountain. Did you see that, Tim? I did. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. This mountain being, of course, our theme music at the beginning and, and, uh, they're friends of, of Tim's. Uh, yeah. so, uh, I'll read, I'll read this, uh, this email here. Hello, Erasable Podcast. This is Cody from This Mountain. I just at first I read it was like, wait, which mountain? (laughs) (laughs) This one. (laughs) Yeah, this one. Uh, This is Cody from This Mountain. I just saw on Twitter that we got a new listener slash fan that heard our tune on your show, and I wanted to say thanks again for playing our stuff. Which I went to respond and say, no, thank you for letting us use your stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, By the way, I've listened to a couple episodes of the show and I like it. But as Tim knows, I'm more of a fountain pen nerd myself, uh, Mm -hmm. so I don't follow uh, some of the more specific references mainly because I work at a bank I'm not allowed to use pencil at work, which totally makes sense, at least on contracts, signatures, checks, etc. So I thought I would ask you guys a question and maybe you would want to answer on the show. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Twisby brand fountain pens. If you're not familiar with them, they are highly engineered and have a fascinating design. I noticed they also have a mechanical pencil. What do you guys think about that pencil and do you ever use mechanicals? Sorry if that's offensive to serious pencil guys, <laughs> but hey, I thought I'd ask. <laughs> and then he puts a link to the pencil, which I'll put in show notes. Um, yeah. And I have to just say I've never used that pencil, but it's it looks cool. And it's very very rotring esque. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I personally don't use mechanical pencils much, but I have on occasion because I um, I love those little like zebra number two mechanical pencils that are like disposable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are fun. But as far as like fancy, yeah, these are super rotring esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really used that. Have you, Tim? No, I haven't. And I yeah. Cody and I actually go pretty far back. I think I've known Cody since 2000, probably 2006 or seven, because I would have jazz band practice and they would always have orchestra practice afterward because he plays cello. And so we'd all, we got to know each other there and through some mutual friends. And I remember somewhere along the line finding out that we both liked fountain pens. And uh, I mean, so, so I actually didn't know that he liked Twisby. I remember him using like Lamy's and stuff like that, but I'm actually, Twisby's my favorite brand hmm. when I, when I dabble in fountain pens. I have, I've tried everything of theirs except for the mechanical pencil. So hmm. I actually haven't tried it, but I love Twisbees. I love me a Twisby. I actually got <laughs> uh, three of them in D.C. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two is a gift. Actually, two were gifts, uh, and then one I bought. So cool. I'm a big fan of those. But, yeah, I was, I was excited to hear from hear from Cody and hear that they got some, some yeah. listeners because I, I just love their music, and I'm glad they're 
we at least got them, you know, one listener. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the rest of you go buy their album. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thismountainband.com. Johnny, how about you? Have you ever, do you have any experience with Twisbees? <laughs> I have no experience with fountain pens. <laughs> I figured that would be the answer. At all. Yeah. How about, <laughs> how about like good quality mechanical it's like pencils? like a trick question. Uh, I do have some of those. I mean, well, I don't have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sent you sent me a pretty pretty uh, pencil revolution. What was that? Yeah, uh, I remember that. A ze- zebra. That was that was creepy. A seven hundred one. How the hell did you get my address? Yeah, yeah. Those were those. Those turned out well for <laughs> whoever made them and sent them to me out of the blue. I think Brad got some too. Like what? Like how did you know where I live and what my daughter's <laughs> name is? Because like, there are three people with my name in Baltimore. How did you know which one? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a whole other story. My uh, creepo. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my last point of follow up, um, just real quick. Uh, I went to the San Francisco Pen Show, which I'm guessing is not at all. As cool as the DC Pen Show experience that I that you had, which I'll hear about. Well, we weren't th- we weren't there, so yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I did meet um, uh, Mike Schumacher, who's a listener of the show. Mike Shu on Twitter. Uh, he's lives in San Diego, and he flew up for that. That was pretty awesome. Uh, and I met um, a sales representative for Statler. He was there, uh, mostly representing um, you, know, you know their pens, but. Uh, he had a display of those. Oh, it's like the perfect. It's their version of the perfect pencil with like a black uh, Wolpex. What? Yeah, the pencil. The yeah, pencil. The pencil. The, oh yeah, the pencil. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in DC. They call it the pencil. Yeah, it's creative. So he gave me his card, and I'm gonna contact him and see yeah, if he the, can get us. The cap some. is plastic, which is kind of yeah disappointing. So, um, yeah, he's going to get us some of his... Uh, send us some of those really cool yellow ones they have in Europe. Yeah, his samples. That'd be cool. So, um, oh. yeah, that's that's it for me. How about you, Tim? Well, the, the first thing I was going to mention, which we've already talked about indirectly several times, is the DC Pen Show, which was really awesome. It was a really good time. One of the best weekends I've had in a very long time. So I uh, went down with my uncle... And we got to meet a lot of people, got to hang out with uh, uh, Brad and Jeff from Knock, which was it was just really cool to see those guys meet them in person. A lot of people from the pen addict community. And we also met a lot of Erasable listeners. I mean, walking in the first day, saw two Erasable shirts walking around, which was really cool. And then Brad said that the day before he had seen a lot more. So that was kind of mind-blowing. Serious? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I saw several yesterday. Wow. So pretty cool. Um but uh, met several people, got to finally meet Joe, Mr. Joe Lebo, uh, who j- sent me home uh, <laughs> very sneakily, showed up with uh, some Blackwing Lager, uh, which I got to bring home, which, two things. One, it was delicious and tasted just like oatmeal porter, which is one of my favorite beers that I've talked about on this show. Two, uh, three of them totally exploded, like all over me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh <laughs> like violently, like like shotgun blast, like just like went everywhere. Wow! Uh, in my kitchen, so that was pretty. Like I was just trying to take up there. It's like one of those six packs that has the plastic uh, six pack holder on the top, you uh-huh. know. And I had gotten back from the trip, and I was like had them in 
in the house for a while. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take those out. And I was trying to pull those off. And I, I tried to pry it back. And one of them just went, <laughs> and just like blew up and sprayed all over. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. And then I like tried again and went, <laughs> and did it again. I was like, oh, my God, this is like, won't stop. And so I just had to like set it aside. And I had to use scissors to cut it off the rest of the time. And all of them were just like super carbonated. So I had to, I had to use scissors to cut the six-pack holder off and then open them like very slowly over the sink. Uh, and then they were like super oh, bubbly, man. so I would have to like pour them and let them sit for a while. But once they settled, they were really, really good. So <laughs> that was uh, very See, exciting. They knew that they were... It was like bang. I mean, it was loud. <laughs> but uh, so, but we uh, there's, there's we got, a thing, the uh, that black thing on the top. I'm sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. The black thing on the top. Am I delaying again? It, um, it's an anti-state uh, line device. Oh, okay, it's got a GPS in it. You're making, I'm that, making up. that up. <laughs> 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 That's just some hipster ass. I was like, thing. wait, what? <laughs> it knew it, was, it knew it wasn't in Maryland anymore. I'm surprised that it didn't <laughs> all blow. <laughs> <laughs> the liquid just shot out the window and like went back east. Huh? <laughs> um, so it hit we me also in the met. Back. I was walking home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also got to have uh, Johnny and I and my uncle had dinner with uh, Joe Lebo and Joe uh, from Gentleman Stationer and Cody. I'm uh, so jealous. Which was really cool. Uh, Cody Williams there of uh, Wallet Making Fame, which is uh, very exciting. Well, wait, we guess we had lunch with Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just. Uh, and Mary. Uh, yeah, and Mary was with us at lunch. Yeah, we got to meet Mary Collis. Which is really neat. Somebody it's so it's so weird to meet all these people that you've you've interacted with so much online in yeah. kind of virtual contexts, and then all of a sudden they're standing in front of you and they like give you a hug and you're like, oh my gosh, that was weird. You're you're here. You're right here. <laughs> you're a real person, and and you look just like I thought you did, or you don't look anything like I thought you did. <laughs> um, like, we also oh, met man, you're tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are super tall. Cody was like, well, like wow, hi, uh, and Paul, uh, we met Paul. Uh, is it Joins? Paul Joins? Yeah. Uh, from the group and Thomas and Mandy, uh, which Johnny, you it said from, from Pearl Bug. I didn't realize that. But, yeah, uh, she just started yeah. doing pencil reviews recently. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So, yeah, uh, Mandy, Thomas, Mary, Cody, Joe, Joe, Paul. It's really good to meet everybody and get to hang out. Good to see, of course, Johnny as well. I need to add to that list just to get yeah. to hang out with Johnny. You got to uh, sit at the hotel bar and swap pencils and just kind of talk about stuff and just it felt totally natural i don't know i mean so, I guess speak, speak for yeah. yourself johnny but i just felt like it was I, you know part of, part of me going into it was like what's it going to be like seeing each other in person but it was like immediately it was just like two buddies sitting in the bar <laughs> yeah. just like having a drink and hanging out it was like so now you like, know tim when you meet him in person kind of a letdown yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> good hugger though yeah great yeah, yeah for sure it's we were talking earlier and uh you know tim and i are now at you know level one because we um you know we have both met one of our other cast members um uh, podcast members but johnny is at level two uh so now we all level up to three once we all three get to meet yeah say together so once once we all get together we'll all jump up to the same level and johnny won't have an advantage over us anymore yeah so uh <laughs> if I like fly down to Tennessee and meet up with uh meet up with Tim without Johnny, we'll be able oh, yeah, to. Yeah. But uh no. It's uh, weird. Oh, gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, it, it's it's definitely yeah. We need to. <laughs> we need to find a time to do this because it's yeah. I'm jealous yeah, that you got to meet each other and have Blackwing Lager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're working on stuff, so we'll see yeah. what we can figure out in yeah. the near future. Yeah. So I think we've got some some cool plans in the works that we won't talk about now, but yeah, we'll talk about I'm them trying soon. to figure out how to get um, a keg of that stuff on Amtrak. <laughs> without the gps yeah. going wild <laughs> you could you without can disable that it's really amtrak. hard but i can do it <laughs> just imagining like the windows of your amtrak car just like turning black all of a sudden and then like seeping <laughs> down <laughs> like that old episode of the simpsons april <laughs> <laughs> yeah well dc was great it was really awesome to meet johnny and get to meet a lot of people who listened and then people from the panatic community and everybody was so nice it was so much fun we closed down the bar the night uh, I was there, and I guess they had done it the two nights prior. So I mean, we were out. I was, you know, we were in the bar until about one o'clock that night. Uh, and I mean, Johnny was there from, I guess about, we met up around ten or eleven or something like that. And then Johnny, you left a little bit after dinner. Was that was mm-hmm. so it was it was a lot of fun. So it was a good time. I'm definitely going to go again next year, either to D.C. or Atlanta or both. We'll Hell see. Yeah. yeah. Um, other, all yeah, kind of next year, I'm getting a hotel room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll just we'll just. <laughs> Team up on one. We'll cram as many people in there as possible. Yeah, yeah. close. So I'll just go home. Yeah, yeah. We should have thought of that because I had we had two two beds in my room. Uh, <laughs> next time, I want to see lesson, you guys learn. You really find out what a good hugger I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's snuggle. Um, we need to have an episode where we just record like in a king size bed, it's like Bert and Ernie <laughs> and Ernie or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Anyhow, I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, no, it's, gonna it's already happened. The pen show because I'm pretty sure that counts as a that's illegal. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me three people in a bed with their shoes off in Virginia is illegal. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, let me. I'll kind of race through my points. I'm kind of taking a long time, but it was oh. DC pen show was a great time. But uh, other stuff is uh, I saw. On Amazon, it was actually mentioned in our Facebook group, but realized that Amazon Basics is selling legal pads now. Hmm. Uh, which I don't know if either of you have. Have you seen these? I have not. Go look them up right now. Yeah, they're uh, they come in a pack of twelve for ten bucks uh, and prime shipping. So it's I mean it's a really good deal for legal pads. Uh, and I just kind of started to look into them, and I thought you would uh, enjoy. I'm going to read the description that they have on their website. Uh, I just think it's hilarious because it's basically this whoever's doing their uh, marketing writing is explaining to you how to use a legal pad. <laughs> um, it says, uh, this 12-pack of Amazon Basics legal pads offers clean, convenient writing space. The pads are perfect for jotting down job interview questions, taking notes in the boardroom, or capturing flashes of inspiration for that next big marketing campaign. They also work well for home improvement projects, to-do lists, and for classroom notes or university <laughs> lectures. Whether, whether you're at work, home, or school, keep an Amazon Basics legal pad within easy reach. From the kitchen, workshop, or craft room to your desktop, backtop, a backpack, or briefcase, the 12-pack of Amazon Basics legal pads allows for ample coverage with extra pads at the ready. Each pad in this 12-pack set <laughs> features 50 sheets of 8.5 by 11 3 quarters inch standard 16-pound paper, an ideal weight for everyday use. 
the white paper comes lined for neat, orderly note-taking, and when you're finished, simply shred the sheets of paper <laughs> in a paper shredder or drop the sheets or the entire legal pad right into a recycling bin. Use it inside? That. Outside? In the car? <laughs> not in the car, car? In a truck? In a plane? <laughs> right side up? Upside down? <laughs> underwater? <laughs> Wait, not, not underwater. Yeah, so I just thought that was, like, hilarious. Like, yeah. they just basically like, explained to you, like, oh, you can use these anywhere? Are you serious? <laughs> I had no idea. Got to get that uh, SEO. Oh gosh, yeah, from the kitchen, workshop, <laughs> craft room, desktop, backpack, briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm going to try them. So it's 12 and you can choose yellow or white, which is pretty cool. So yellow or white. Uh the the paper seems pretty uh thin, but I guess that doesn't matter as long as it's not like super gritty, which I doubt it will be. So yeah. I'm sure it's, you know, if uh, white labeled from somewhere decent. If you all use it, I, we have a link in show notes, which is um, our affiliate link. And we would, even though it would be mere sense, we would appreciate if you made any purchases through the affiliate link because we get a little bit of a kickback. Yeah. Beer money. So, yeah, yeah blackwing money. Yeah. Lager money. Uh, so that was that. So if anybody's tried these before, I'd love to hear from you. So tweet me or send me a message or something and tell me what you thought. Uh, the uh, two more I'm going to mention today next one is that you know I talked about pencilitizing at school, about how I was going to get pencils to give to students, and I was looking for good pencils. Well, I kind of got cheap because I was using classroom money and our only, cha- or our only options in the immediate were to go to Walmart or go to Office Depot. So I ended up just getting two 40, I think it was like 48 packs of USA Golds, which I feel good about. Uh, but I brought them back, put them in the cup, have them to give out to kids, and they've come in handy, and this is how, which is kind of a surprising, but a lot of kids have bought either kind of crappy up-and-up brand pencils, no-name pencils, or those Ticonderogas that say soft on them. And the classroom-friendly sharpener devours crappy pencils. Like, it just destroys them. So what's happened is that once or twice a day, a student will go back try to sharpen a pencil, will have tons of trouble. It'll eat like their whole pencil, and I'll say, here, try this one. <laughs> and I hand them a USA Gold or a Golden Bear, sharpens in one take, no problem, and they go sit down, and they're fine. So um, I feel like it's a, a definitely a teaching moment where I'm able to kind of make a point about like crappy pencils just not working at all in <laughs> uh, <and> good sharpeners. <laughs> so they, they chew it down to like a shred. They're like, look what your sharpener did. And I'm like, well, this here try this. This is proof that it's not my sharpener. It's your pencil. <laughs> and they sharpen it. And they're like, oh, okay. And they go back to their desk. Damn those, kids. Those Ticonderogas are just crap. They're awful. Uh, the They just, every time you sharpen a nice point on them, it just cracks off in the sharpener and it keeps sharpening and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. Piece of junk. So don't buy those ever. Uh, USA Gold for life if you're going to buy cheap pencils. So um, <laughs> the last thing I want to mention today uh, is that I came into a certain pencil that I've been on the hunt for for a long time, which I talked about earlier, but which that is the uh, Blaisdell, which I don't want to pronounce it, a Blaisdell Special Grade Calculator 600, which I've been looking for because it is part of the Steinbeck trio of pencils. And thanks to uh, Stephen and the group, uh, he has a pretty amazing, which we've talked about this before, a pretty amazing Blackwing collection. And then he is also a Steinbeck enthusiast. And so he found these on eBay because someone, whoever had listed them, had listed them as 660 instead of 600. And so it didn't have as many people going after it, I guess. 
so they were they were mis- basically mislisted. And so he was able to get a set, which they were still, you know, a good price because these are even rare, more rare than uh, than the original Blackwings. But uh, but yeah, like I said earlier, as soon as I saw his post and saw the picture, I just kind of lost it and sent him a, a, a message. And within like three minutes, I got a response back where he's like, well, 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 <laughs> there you are. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to to find the uh, his response. He said, "Why, Tim? I was expecting you to come calling." That was the first. Uh, that was the first <laughs> sentence from his. Uh, so he was totally right. So I like couldn't couldn't stay away. So he very, very graciously offered to sell me a couple of them, one to use and one to, to put in my little shrine. So yeah, thank you, Stephen. So I now have all three. I have a EF Blackwing. I have the Blaisdell six hundred, and I do have the EF Mongol, uh, the two and three eighths. I think it's called. Uh, the only thing is that I have the hex one. I don't have the round one, which are super, really, really rare. So if those come around eventually, I'll get it. If not, I am just fine with this collection. I've basically got all three of them, which is really cool. So I have, and I've been you know, just received help in getting both of those. So uh, the black wing is the only one I was able to track down on my own. But I have one to use and one to to hoard of all three of them. So I'm very excited about that. So, uh, so I'm interested to know. Um... The Blaisdell is, is it like dark and smooth like the Blackwing or what? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It feels, uh, it feels uh, very similar to the, the Palomino HP, but just nicer. It's not as, uh, it's not as dark as the original Blackwing. And I think that's why uh, Steinbeck leaned, he liked the Blackwing, but he leaned towards the Blaisdell and the Mongol because they were a little harder and, le- and kept a point longer. Yeah. But they have, a really like dense cedar core. You know, it's like one of those where you, you sharpen it and it almost like flakes off. Yeah. Cause it's like really packed in there. Um, the ferrule is really pretty. It's, it's black. I should say it's black and round and the ferrule is gold with a white band around the middle. Yeah. And a pink eraser. So it's really attractive pencil. You know, I mentioned this, but it, it's interesting to me that, um, you know, all three of these pencils have a painted stripe on the ferrule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I. I wish that sort of those little details would come back because that yeah. would just be cool to see um, those okay. sorts of awesome little yeah. I think little aesthetic. The, I, I think some of the Palominos are the only ones who really do it now. Um, I guess the Mongol still does it. The USA Gold. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, they're stopping that. I think um, they well, used the to do the blue. Ones didn't. The well, but I noticed were like gold. Yeah, well, I noticed when I bought the the forty eight packs. They had blue stripes on them, but now the box has just gold. So really? I feel like they're switching. Yeah, the picture on the box was just gold. So I think they're they're in the process of switching to just having the gold ferrule instead of with the blue stripe. Hmm. I kind of like the gold ferrule. Yeah, I like it's the blue stripe simple. myself. But I think it's good because I like that kind of like throwback look of the blue stripe. But so, but thank you, Stephen. That was just a really awesome surprise. I was not expecting to find that anytime soon. I had asked Caroline, I had asked lots of people about <laughs> keeping an eye out for him and nobody was really coming up with anything. So I, I thank him for his ninja-like eBay skills. <laughs> <I think that's, laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all eBay skills. yeah, that's all I got. My, my Steinbeck collection is complete. The triumvirate. And I just read the, the Pearl for the first time as a 28-year-old. I feel like I should have read that in middle school or something. Such an awesome book. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Anyways, 
That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Johnny O. Uh, Johnny O. So um, I echo everything Tim said about the pen show, except that um, I still really don't get it at all. There were what? just like so many gold clips and <laughs> shiny things, and I kept smelling all these chemicals and no cedars. Like what the hell? Were there any Were there any pencil displays or booths or anything at all? Not dedicated to pencils. Yeah, no. They had um, somebody was selling the green Faber Castell perfect pencil, and they had the the pencil by Stadler. But that's oh, it. Okay. And we we stumbled across several bullet pencils. I know uh, uh, Cody bought a sweet one that had like the foot X ray ad on it. It was like <laughs> from this like old sh- shoe shop that had an advertisement about how they'll X ray your foot before they give you a shoe. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I have a pencil about it. He's got a good eye for him. Yeah. yeah, he does. So that was it, though. Yeah. The only thing I bought was a pack of um, Field Notes Cherry Woods. And I bought the last pack and felt bad. Because <laughs> <didn't get> it. <laughs> but then you bought me some for <laughs> my birthday, which was, was like, really nice. Oh, these are so nice. I'm like, crap. Oh, man, I feel like a jerk. Yeah. I, I, have one <laughs> I went to give them to you that night, and I, uh, I forgot my rush to get my train, which I missed anyway. <laughs> I have to... I have to say about the, the the pen show that I guess I didn't mention before that my big takeaway from the pen show is that I have zero interest in vintage fountain pens. I like fountain pens. I have zero interest in vintage. See, pens. I was like, my, why would I want an old fountain pen that I'm not going to be able to like fix someday, <laughs> or like that has already been rebuilt? I was just like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Why don't I just buy a Twisby? And so I just bought a Twisby. And, so, and see, I have very little interest <laughs> in new fountain pens. Like to me, mm-hmm. the most fascinating thing was the vintage fountain pens. They were interesting. I was yeah. kind of fascinated by them, but I just wasn't interested in buying them. It was like really cool to touch them and you know see them, but yeah. I was just like, I don't think I'm going to spend two hundred dollars on this thing. I got to do a little research on um, uh, uh, Estabrooks, which I like. Old vintage Estabrooks are just so beautiful to me, and I have like an old one that was my grandmother's. So I I didn't buy any, but I was able to like look them up, and it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. sorry, we uh, hijacked your fresh points, John. No, no, <laughs> I, it was it was like I I. Not only don't own a car, I actually kind of hate cars. And I'll go to the international car show with my dad. It's kind of walking around like, yeah, that's neat. I don't get it. Throw <laughs> eggs at the windshields. <laughs> no, I, I did sabotage a couple items there. I filled up some pens with uh, powdered graphite. So. <laughs> what is wrong with this pen? <laughs> this might come out, although I suspect some of those pens never get used. Like a lot of people's field notes collections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send your hate mail to Tim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, for for some reason I thought, well, you know, it's only Baltimore. It's a two-hour train ride. I won't get a hotel. And that was stupid. <laughs> I kind of missed everything. And uh, I fell asleep on the train and almost missed Baltimore. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it would be bad. How am I in New York? Oh, sugar. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it was fun. I hope we can all get together at a pen show in the not-that-distant future. Because I, I still want to picket it out front. <laughs> I did bring my picket signs, but the hotel security guard took it from me. <laughs> Called me a lot of really mean names <laughs> that I can't repeat on here. Because he was, yeah. that, that, that security guard was really into the pen show. Right? But he, he was absolutely paid off by a, you know, I don't know. What's, big, a, what's a famous pen, pen manufacturer? The pen big Ink. Mont, Mont Blanc <laughs> paid him off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> big Ink paid him off. yeah so tim was talking about the um crappy ticonderogas so 
for my daughter started kindergarten and on the very, very, very specific school supply list, which was freakishly huge, and it said three quality pencils plus some to share. Like, what the hell does that mean? So she took some of those um, Target Ticonderogas and also a pack of those colorful Bic pencils because she's really obsessed with them. And then we got another list for art where the art teacher asked for Ticonderoga pencils. So I find that the back, the ones they sell for back to school aren't very good. They were splintery and not cedar, yeah. whereas uh, the identical pack I bought at the, the same Staples a couple of months ago was cedar and really nice and the same price and same box. So I don't know. Maybe if you buy them in February, you get better ones hmm. and not get them for three bucks. It's pure speculation. It could just be that they've gone completely to crap, which is maybe not unlikely. Pencils these days. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's ruining the kids now. Um, <laughs> so in other cool news, Charlotte's actually stole most of them, but the F... Wow, it's been a long time since we recorded. They have this really cool new notebooks from Word called The Mountain, The Black Mountain and The Blue Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she really actually cool. stole almost all of them, <laughs> except the one I used. But um, <laughs> they're really pretty. I, I the, love those. Uh, they're just like made out of different like vectors and like various polygons, right? Yeah, I, I did save a blue one for the winter. It's the most wintry-looking notebook I've ever seen. Yeah, that has not crappy paper in it. But um, yeah, the last one they came out with was not my favorite. That sort of geographic-looking thing, or geometric-looking thing. Sorry. Um, yeah, um, I'm keeping it short tonight. Also, I am in the lookout for pencil tattoo ideas. Yay! So. I have one. I was wondering what you guys think of it. And if anybody steals it, you have to get my name under it. <laughs> that's G-A-M-B-E-R. You can call me J.F. Gamber, Ph.D., because it sounds really sweet. But um, So other folks have you know, a pencil. So I li- I'm always sort of obsessed with um, the cross-section of an unsharpened pencil. So I was thinking of getting a line of a hex pencil, a round pencil, and a triangular pencil. But I'm afraid it won't look like pencils. I don't have to ex- do much ex- do too much explaining. So stop. I was even thinking, yeah, like t- two lines of six, like a dozen. Mm-hmm. At least then, like I could scoff at people, like they're pencils, idiot. <laughs> before I'd be like, well, yeah, it's a you weird mean tattoo. You don't I had to explain it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the tattoo I got's pretty obvious. I've had to explain it. But um, yeah. In a crowdsource. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, and, I think we should have like a vote. We should all go get this tattoo when we get together. Oh, guys, we should I... get one that's uh, that's it's a pencil stabbing into your the inside of your forearm and then coming out the other side. <laughs> I'm too hairy to get it on the other side. <laughs> no, was, yeah, that would be ridiculous. I'm not. I could get that, it but, coming uh, out of. Well, I can't get it out of my hand either. It's really hairy. So <laughs> I I got a blood panel done today. So like a big blood test, and I could like barely handle that. I just oh, don't. Yeah. I just oh, don't know yeah. about tattoos. I just don't know. Oh, I mean, they hurt. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a good pain. It's a good pain. My my guy was very very good, but not so good at distracting me. I was kind of watching him, like God, that hurts. But I couldn't stop him. So. It probably hurts a lot less than just breaking off a lot of pencil points, and you know, waiting a <laughs> scar over. I hope design. so. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope so. Now, now, what really hurts is like the sun. You walk out in the sun, you're like, ow, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> your arm is shaved and you've got a bunch of black ink stuck under your skin. It's, iron- I feel it's ironic that it's, that it's ink. Yeah. 
So yeah, you, I haven't made my peace with that yet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. So so it sounds it sounds Alrighty. like Big Ink did not pay you off. It sounds like you paid bit for Big Ink. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> paid a lot for how small it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I still I'm kind of married to the idea of doing the, just the our original sticker, like the skull and crossbones, like the three yeah three pencils. You should actually you should like get a skull small. over it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm that I'm not that badass, but. I'm pre- I mean, I'm pretty bad, but not yeah. If I work up the That'll nerve, push me over the edge. Yeah, if I can work over the nerve, I'd be down for that. <laughs> we can't drink ahead of time. <laughs> no true. tattoo parlor that's any good. <laughs> uh, Go to a tattoo parlor, parlor that lets you drink thing. while you're there. Yeah, <laughs> you have a cup. We'll take the edge off. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would drink. I would drink after I consent to the tattoo in order to like take the edge off. <laughs> and they make you sign a paper saying you haven't been drinking, at least in uh, the place I went to. And also that you're not pregnant or you don't think you are. Are you, yeah, are like, you pregnant, Johnny? Yeah, I'm like, sure. do I have to check this? Like, yes. Okay. Johnny, well, do, you, do you have an announcement to make here on the show? I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm waiting for the gender. I gotcha. Understand. So, like 20 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah well that's all i've got for fresh points yeah talk about body hair and grossness <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh good. yeah we'll uh we'll have a main topic next time i think this time we just wanted rather than try to like arrange we just wanted to like get back on the air and talk to each other and and we've uh we filled up a decent hours worth of epi- of show mm-hmm. yeah it's been a, it's been a weird summer we only recorded what two or three full episodes yeah and it's not really summer anymore yeah so we'll get back on the stick be yeah, all good for sure um if anybody has any suggestions for topics for upcoming shows things you want to hear us talk about we'd love to hear those so you can put those in the in the facebook group so where can fo- folks find you gentlemen online um i am at um this is andy uh, I am an, on Twitter at a Wolfley, a W E L F L E, uh, or at Woodclinched, uh, or you can find me at woodclinched.com. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum. I am on Instagram at Timothy Wassum, and you can find me here on Erasable. Johnny, excellent. You can find this gentleman on uh, pencilrevolution.com, on Instagram at pencilution, and on Twitter at pencilution. And as always, you can find us at erasable.us. This episode will be erasable.us slash 36 because just like me, we're pushing 40. (laughs) Uh, You can check out our Facebook group, which is possibly the coolest thing on Facebook. No offense, Andy. At (laughs) facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. And we also have a page at facebook.com slash erasable podcast, which is sort of our official mouthpiece which sounds actually cooler in my head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we would really appreciate it if you would rate us on iTunes and recommend us on Overcast. I still don't know what that is. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, recommend us to all your friends and wear your T-shirt to pen shows. Cause that's pretty gutsy. That's pretty awesome. Being very subversive. Folks did that. A lot of sharp yeah. points around. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm having an off night. I understand. And we're done. I need to get and some that's, sleep. Uh, and that's the show, folks. Yeah. <laughs>
The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.